Hello and welcome, that's right, to Gundam, I Hardly Know Him, the book club style podcast where we tackle every Gundam TV, series, OVA, and movie. We do it in release order, and we're also the three best friends, uh, trademark that, um, it's official. And yeah. today, we're talking Double Zeta Gumplicates, as promised, we promised and we deliver. And today I'm joined by um, two of my favorite people who would much rather me be a Haro than a human. I have Simon. Okay. If you were a Haro and not a human, how would the R relationship have changed? It wouldn't. It, I <laughs> pretty much treat you like a Haro. <laughs> exactly. You remind me not to be depressed. You remind me to eat. And... Uh-huh. um. I don't know. Sometimes I give you a little hug. You curl up on a lap. Um, and I just, uh, I don't know. I hold you close and think about my loved ones. But yeah, it's me, Simon. I'm the fun guy. I'm kind of the, <laughs> the fun guy of the, the podcast. And we have Christian. Uh, you know, you know what, Michael? I like you just the way you are. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and as I said, we are going to talk a little of uh, Double Zeta Gumplicates. As you might have realized at the end of the last episode, we ran out of time. So we, uh, as we promised, we came back. I don't know if anyone made it to the end of that episode. Do you think anyone listened to to the part where we had to cut it off or no? I listened to the um, end. So that means <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I care about. I hope they listened to the end because at the very end of that episode, we said Michael's credit card number out loud along yeah. with the expiration date and uh-huh. the little three-letter code on the back. Um, that is just there for decoration. That's something that credit card companies won't let you know. It's completely decorative. And um, a geocache location to a map <laughs> to a hidden treasure. <laughs> okay, so, so um, I, I, I think, okay, we're enough episodes deep that we can drop this now. If you play all of our episodes backwards, <laughs> you get one hint per episode of where we hid the treasure. <laughs> the Gundam what? I Hardly Know Him vault is um. located somewhere that can be de- determined not from these clues. Say the treasure. Do not <laughs> say the treasure. If you don't know that <laughs> reference, I'm going to break into your house <laughs> and I'm going to slap Give you upside the head. Um, I if anyone's it. hiring voice actors, we have a great one right with us. Uh, it's Christian. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to go through Michael and I. We don't, we're not yeah, going to we'll give him away so fight easily. You. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways. So yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little little Gumpla action. Um, Christian, I'm wondering. So the last time we spoke about Gumpla was at the end of the Zeta series, which I'd be interested to see how long ago that was. It feels like a really long time ago. It's been long, um, and you know, I'll tell you, I've got to be honest, guys. I really the the passion that I had to invest in Gumpla initially has really fallen off. Like. Yeah, I I haven't got too past far much past the torso here. <laughs> <laughs> the devil for those for those listening, Christian's holding up the saddest tor- torso <laughs> with no arms. I just you know like <laughs> I you know working my ass off for eight hours doing manual labor, 
and then hey hey christian can i be honest too (laughs) 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 yes that's simon let's hear it this is gonna hurt michael more than it's gonna hurt anybody else but i also have not completed my gumpla but i'm more than happy to talk about it and well, the thoughts you, that went into this hypothetical can I say something? small robot that I made. Can I say something? Yeah, of course you can. I know that neither of you have finished your kids. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not a fool. It's like Simon and I are like coming to class or like, fuck, we didn't do the homework. <laughs> Shit. Like... I'm Christian and I like reek of weed right now, and like we're trying to convince Michael that it's like I don't know, man. I don't know like, what happened, dude. Just... I did, like it's what I got. I think man. it was some people like near us that were smoking it. Like I don't. It was definitely wasn't us. No, I uh, uh, Simon. The last time, firstly, you don't have a table at your apartment that I think you could build a kit on. And the last time you were building at my place, uh, you didn't have hey, much of it done. No, no need to get nasty, bro. Dirty laundry. All the viewers out there, my house is full of beautiful tables, beautiful tapestries, and a life-sized RX-78 no, that I sleep in. That's one thing I love about your uh, your apartment is that we've just filled it up with vintage consoles to play video games on. No dinner table <laughs> yeah. required exactly exactly no so i yeah obviously i was aware that neither of you have been building we have not been sharing um <laughs> pictures or yeah, i've been sharing updates. pictures or anything uh of of the kits and i think that that's like totally fine and that's part of the reason why i still wanted to do this episode or like include that <laughs> yes. is because it's yeah. it's yeah. like 100 percent fine to to fall off um so christian what you know, the last time we spoke, when when we were build, doing Zeta, what kit did you build for Zeta? I built, it was the um, Advanced Zeta. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, and was that like the last kit that you've completed? That would be the last kit, yeah, that I like fully completed. And mm-hmm. Dude, it's a hard fucking flower to continue to water to like really like stay on that gumpla grind like yeah every time i see johnny like post something on instagram of this like beautiful intricate kit that he's built mm-hmm. like i'm not really even focusing on the end product like i'm just imagining yeah. him like hunched over in the wee hours of the morning just like cranking them out because like I don't know, man. I it's just like, it's a lot. I think it comes and goes like in in seasons because he had put down Gumpla for like what years, years, yeah, like almost mm-hmm. ten yeah. years or something. He said something like that, and then he now he's picked Definitely. it back up recently, and now he's mm-hmm. you know he has a YouTube channel on it. So I feel yeah. like it it came at the right moment because the pandemic had just started, and really we had. I think this is a great conversation because. You know, that kind of brought us back together. Definitely. In a big yeah. way, honestly. 100%. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, you, yeah. So Christian, Alex, and I, um, our dearly departed Alex. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> People do not know People enough about our lives to know if that's a joke or not. Alex is alive Whoa, and well. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
I shouldn't joke about Alex it. Alex got Alex decapitated two- by a Gundam. <laughs> Alex uh, was kind enough to to see me two days ago. Alex is he's uh, he's thriving. Um, yeah. But so yeah, Alex Christian and I like hadn't been. I mean, we'd definitely been speaking for for like a long time, but we hadn't been communicating on the basis that we had been until Gumpla kind of brought us back together um, with our little group chat, and then. I introduced Simon into the group and we were all just kind of sharing pictures of what we were doing. And that's the basis. Like, that's why this podcast started. Yeah. That's how it started. But I think ju- mm-hmm. just in the way that like we are talking about Gumpla being something that has kind of fallen off. I think if we talked to Johnny or um, to shout out some of the other uh, great content creators in the Gumpla community, Gumpla university, Plamo build report, um, Gumpla stop, like these, you know, great, people in the community like i think that they would all say like how do they watch all of these series like you know maybe mm-hmm. they've fallen off the series <laughs> and that like that you know to, to for us that's like what we're doing we've based our creation and put our creativity towards the anime and they've put their creativity towards you know building a uh, kind of a community around the the kits and stuff so i think it's totally mm-hmm. fine and of course i like we wanted to kind of integrate what what brought us to the series into that to our discussion but i think it's totally fine for us to kind of you know admit that like the hobby's kind of fallen off because i mean for me as well i definitely have not been spending as much time building or looking at stuff um i did complete a kit for the series unlike you two (laughs) (laughs) but that was a long time ago (laughs) that was like that that was was while we were actually watching the show months ago yeah yeah exactly Um, so I built the Cubelay Mark One, Hamon's mm. Cubelay, which mm-hmm. is like um been like was a really fun experience. But since then, I built one other kit, kind of off and on. It took me forever to finish it, um, but haven't really considered picking up in the other one since. But I mean, I think that's like it's beautiful outside now. I mean, yeah, that's all, the other thing. Like we all live in the Pacific Northwest, where like the winters are shitty and. There's a lot of indoor time, so I think it's totally fine for us to take all this time to be like, this is like the good season. I'm not gonna like sit indoors and, you know, cl- cut out plastic pieces every day. Right, right. I'm more than happy to talk about um the hypothetical kit uh, that I have. <laughs> I will have you know, despite um me not being able to complete it, it has been sitting on my coffee table. Um, kind of taunting me ever since that I bought it. Um, and damn, talk about a trip. I bought this kit when I still lived in um upstate New York. Shout out to uh Zombie Planet Comics in Albany. Um, the dude there was extremely nice, but I bought it there, and I got a, another um uh Zaku, a Char Zaku. Which, if you remember, it's what I built for um, 0079. And the reason I got it is because it was a nod to the blue team little subplot when they were in Africa. And I also got some spray paint at Zombie Planet, as well as some, like, washes and stuff. Because I was going to try to spray paint it, like, sand color. Because that was the whole um, shtick that the blue team had. They had, like, these kind of uh, camouflage Zaku, desert mm. camo um, Zakus. So, I don't know. I, like, have been a coward and very afraid to spray paint it <laughs> um, because 
I still like I don't know I you can go down as many YouTube rabbit holes as you want and like find a gajillion different ways and people will tell you that every way is wrong and every way is right but I'm a complete coward I too know. I have I have nowhere near enough courage to do that to any of my kits that I have right now yeah but like I don't know I think it's important to remember that like this shit cost me like 1999 like it's not like I'm like spray painting a you know a collector i don't know i have like a one really nice um mobile suit it's like the gold um uh rx no i don't know what it is it's from unicorn um but i stumbled upon it and like that thing like i don't touch with like a six foot stick or <laughs> if i do touch it i touch it with tweezers in my very gentle hands um i guess that wasn't a great uh play on words or uh What's it called? What what's like the um uh grammatical or English device that's like I wouldn't touch it with a six foot stick? It's not a metaphor. Mm. Christian, you went to college. Uh simile? No. Like I wouldn't touch it with the six foot pole. That's that that's an analogy. Analogy? Analogy. I don't know. No. Drop, leave it in the comments. It's not. Well, yeah. No. no gonna, DM, DM Simon Because we're going to sound stupid. So let's move on <laughs> to the next subject. Yeah. Michael, you'll fix this in post, right? <laughs> I'm going to make out. this the whole podcast. I'm going to edit everything else out. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the podcast is Simon Bad at English and at making mobile suits. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'll probably get around to making it. It's like I'm literally looking at it right now. Um, and I know exactly how much of it is assembled inside of the box, mm -hmm. but it's also like, I don't know. I just, I'm going to bang it out one of these days after work. Well, but, um, this is not, you know, necessarily has to do with the Gumpla, but, uh, Simon, you've been put, putting out some pretty good, uh, art pieces. And I was thinking yeah. it would be, I really want to put flyers up at the local hobby stores and like nerd spots. And I would love to use some of your stuff. That would be great. Yeah. So, I mean, to my own credit, um, I feel like I have been using my creativity um, a ton in a lot of different ways, which, I don't know, frequently makes it really hard to build mobile suits because, I don't, the other thing is, like, whenever I, like, sit down and, like, want to make art after work, like building a mobile suit for me isn't something that I can really like progress at, you know, per se. Like I'm really into like watercolor and like pen and ink and like, like, you know, stuff like that right now, which I can like see a very concrete progression, but like the mobile suit, it's kind of like assembling a piece of Ikea furniture where like, you know exactly how it's going to look when you're finished with it. And I mean, this is not to say that you can't be good at building it. I think that like any of those content creators that Michael listed are good at what they do and it shows. And especially like the people who do like the custom paint and stuff like that's, they probably approach all of that, per, like all of the progression the same way that I approach, you know, like traditional art and stuff. But thank you for saying that Christian. That was very <laughs> kind. I probably wouldn't have You're said welcome. that, but yeah, I don't know. Follow us on social media, and you can see all my bad art you I make. See his stuff. But it's kind of cute. It out. It's nice. So, yeah. 
Anyway, Christian, Christian, what kit did you end up getting? Like, which one? Are, which what torso did we see there? <laughs> it's a double Zeta. <coughs> double Zeta. Double Zeta. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Why? Uh, why did you? Why did you choose that one? Uh, because I chose this one because I couldn't help but kind of I was gra- I gravitated towards that suit, and usually I try to avoid like. The, you know, the main suit, the main suit, you know, the one yeah. that kind of soaks up all the attention. But uh, I couldn't help myself this time. Definitely. Um. Yeah. So I got the Cubelay. I got the Cubelay because, uh, firstly, I love Haman, and secondly, mm-hmm. I just think it's like, it's a design that at first I thought was the ugliest thing on earth, and I've grown to just love it. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was kind of hard to find initially. And I think like part of what made this section of the podcast more difficult with this series is that the double Zeta kits are just not as popular. So they're just not kicking about as much. Yeah. Right. Um, so I had to uh, request help on the Gumpla university discord. And I think a lovely user over there, psycho seer, I think he sent me the link to um, a shop that was selling it. Um, so eventually I did find it and I was actually like one of my favorite kits to build. It's just a high grade cubelay, but it was just really nice. And I, it's one of my favorites. I think it looks really interesting, um, especially compared to everything else. So did I really it, enjoyed it, but did it snap together cleanly and it was like, kind of like a super well experience building. Are it? those big yeah. wing pieces all one piece? Like, was it just a huge piece of plastic? There, I mean, there are a lot of giant pieces, but there are like different cool. colors that articulate inside of them, like mm-hmm. to to give it a texture. And those big wing pieces, so it's uh, each side has two pieces, so it is like they do move around quite a bit. I'd say that it's like one of the most poseable kits that I have, and I, I mean, I'm really pleased with it. Um, again, it is like, I mean, I've built one kit since, um, but I'd say that out of the ones that I built, this is one of my favorites. So if anybody can get their hands on it definitely suggest building it um but it was it was it did you have to pay a pretty penny for it or it was no not at all no no it was just hard to find in stock um and the i think it was like 17 to 19 dollars so not bad at all super super reasonable i'm trying to think um i think i got it from um i'll shout out the store in a minute when I, I want to look up who it was. Cause it was a very like incredible service from the store. Um, but my question would be, and like, this can be like a little bit of a behind the curtain, behind the scenes question for the listeners, if they're interested. Cause I, I mean, I think I would like listening to this kind of things. Do you all think that we should continue doing the kits in the future? Wait, I thought this is, the question for the audience to kind of think about and reflect on. No, 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 it's for you two. Christian, we do not get enough interaction from the audience. <laughs> I, I mean, we get tons and tons of interaction. Hey, this is what I predict Christian. out to the universe. Okay, so eventually yeah. we will have that kind of interaction. And also, all of our uh, interaction from the audience is uh, apparently just to Simon, which pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, wait, we do have some interaction, <laughs> right? There was a guy that uh, he it. um he helped us find out the name of that mobile suit we can think of, the Rick Diaz. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not gonna say your name. <laughs> but, 
I very much appreciate you. It made my day. And um, I, uh, I mean, you can tell by my voice that I'm, I'm the most approachable one of yeah, all of them. <laughs> no way. I think, I don't know. I would still like to, I think that the, like, um, in an effort, I think something our podcast does very uniquely is we look at a ton of different uh, forms of media mm-hmm. that um, Gundam has inspired. I mean, not a ton, like two, but I think that in an effort to try to tie everything together and just educate ourselves more, I think we should try to... Um, continue to do this bit because like i don't know i think kind of especially for i'm thinking mainly of how it pertains to like video games and stuff i think that especially since all of the gundam video games are you know 3d and you know are focused very heavily on the mobile suits um it would be cool to i don't know maybe just be in the loop on how the physical mobile suits are and maybe some inspiration that was pulled from the video games and vice mm-hmm. versa and stuff. So I would like to do that still, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah, I mean, think, Christian? I, I I'm not opposed to it. I, I would say if we were to change things or move away from doing it, um, I wouldn't mind doing more stuff like the the NPR spoof episode. Uh, the, yeah. The Universal Century Times. Um, but then again, I, you know, I don't mind putting together some Gunpla. Plus, I, I have kits that I've held off on putting together <laughs> because they are from the... Stuff we'll get to. Yes, the shows and properties. Exactly. Or uh, whatever uh, that we'll get yeah. to. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I still, I still like, really like it. I think that if we find a way to tie it more into our discussion with the series as well or maybe do a deeper dive on the design or, you know, the designer who designs the mobile suit and stuff like that. I know that information is kind of hard to find. Um, I think we could find a way to tie it in really well. I mean, I think that it, what brought us together was Gumpla, And I, I don't think we should be afraid to be, to say that like, we don't want to do it, it anymore. If we don't, <laughs> it brought us together. It will tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> it will tear our bank accounts apart. <laughs> Live by the Gumpla, Die by the <laughs> Die by the nipper. That would be a gruesome death oh, if somebody killed God. you with nippers. Yeah, like, but the... I don't want to think about that. Bro. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. It's okay. Um, Thanks for apologizing. Yeah, that's two two things I should apologize for. I also want to apologize to Alex. I didn't mean to insinuate that you died. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> Alex is just like Lena. Like you know how we thought Lena died. <laughs> <laughs> bro i saw that explosion that alex was caught in like i'm pretty sure he's gone and then we bet uh subway sandwiches subway sandwiches um yeah that he like actually I bet you a subway sandwich <laughs> oh my god wait alex he owes us a subway was so that was so tactical he thought he could weasel his way out i mean we we yeah. sat it in the little shack and uh, how are we supposed to know that the fucking we didn't exactly. see we a did. body. They literally said we we didn't find a body. Didn't have enough time to look for the body. Boo 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 boo. She's not dead. She was never dead. Boo 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 boo. That's what I hear. So um, 
Yeah, Alex will be back to eat a Subway sandwich on camera. Yeah. We're getting received for that. <laughs> we're going to mic. We're going to put all three of our mics right by his mouth as he eats the Subway <laughs> sandwich. Eat. And Michael's going to layer it on top of each other. Um, I didn't really. Did you all have anything else you want to talk about as far as uh, Gumpla or any anything else? Because I, I have one other hypothetical question. Let's hear it. Um, Shoot it. Yeah. So you know how like you like information's coming at you just like fast and thick these days so fast it's like you're constantly just inundated with information and so like what i like to do is i i I intake that information i see how can i spin this okay into content baby (laughs) right right yes hell yeah now now you're thinking like a fucking um millennial how do i monetize this? guess what simon exactly this guy Bucks, all right. <laughs> That's the energy he's bringing to the team. He fucks. He fucks algorithms, baby. He fucks the stock market, baby. Yeah, I fuck. The only god I worship, okay, is content, baby. Content. Oh no, and real god though, bro. No, I also oh. worship real oh, no, god. Okay. Uh, okay. John, John three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love God, my wife. In baseball. baseball. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. F-150, baby. Or an F-150. <laughs> tr- um, so this is all going to be very disappointing when uh, <laughs> it actually <laughs> leads up to the fact that the story that I was reading was about West Virginia, the state. And West Virginia is... Take me home! All right, you're going to jail. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um... Anyway, West Virginia, the state, is offering uh, United States citizens $12,000 a year to move to West Virginia if they can work from home. What? Yeah. So, like, what? take Simon, for example. Simon works remotely for his company. Um, Simon could move to West Virginia to three specific cities or towns, and if he lived in one of those towns, he would get paid by West Virginia to live there. He'd get paid $12,000 a year. Just... Bro, what? that's more than my salary. Wait. <laughs> so, like, but that's not a lot. It's not. No, no, no. It's because enough, he would dude. Still it's be like a raise. rent or a mortgage. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, if you think about, like, my rent for a one-bedroom uh, apartment when I lived in Indiana was $500 a month. So I would Holy assume shit. in West Virginia, you could probably rent something for similar, if not less. True. You um, would be living so, dirt cheap, and you'd still be, yeah. like, if you're working remote, you would still be paying the, the wages exactly. that is proportional to cost of living out here. So you, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So my question is, would you take that same, that same exact proposition but you have to move to side one Shangri-La in the Gundam universe. Ooh. Take into account you're, you're getting plucked from your life in our universe. You are who you are, but you're thrown into the Gundam universe and you have to live on the junk planet or junk colony of Shangri-La for 12K. I don't think I would do that because like while you would be making more I feel like if you live in Gumpla land you're kind of signing up for like the the same deal that the people in Godzilla land mm-hmm. um like have where like your house can be destroyed at any waking moment 100% completely such a good point. out of your control like I have seen 
so many large robots in the television series that we watch just like destroy apartment complexes and then it's just a jump cut to like the argama or some shit like those people are sorting out insurance information they're you know like signing up for fucking like you know unemployment and shit because their entire place of mm-hmm. work just got stepped on by psycho gundam like well like <laughs> we don't talk about that city that just got like <laughs> fucked up by psycho gundam like working families live in those apartments um but i say no because even though i don't know dude living in shangri-la is probably pretty yeah, i like affordable, I, to but be i like this is like a, a, like a, a big sandbox and i'm just trying to mm-hmm. imagine what okay here's I'm here's what I, i'm taking that money i'm, I'm leaving going. Leaving my lovely, I'm leaving my lovely wife and lovely dog behind. I'm gonna go to the Universal Sanctuary and I'm gonna meet Judo Inu. I'm gonna surplant Bicha and Mondo. You could not hang out with them for fucking two oh, seconds. Yeah. They <laughs> would bully you so me, hard. Me and Michael are gonna go to Shangri La and we're yeah. gonna like. We're gonna be the new Beach and Mondo. Yeah, we're slowly you're but surely. To start your, you're gonna try to start your own. Sub-plot. Slowly but surely, we're gonna turn the rest of the group against them, and you know, like mm-hmm. constantly oh, make it look like they're, you know, that yeah. they're. And then next thing you know, we're like closer. We're, yeah, we're, we're like yeah, we're hanging out with Rue Luca because you have the omnipotent knowledge of you already know exactly. how the series goes. Exactly. Like, you already. Yeah, that's the point. So. No, okay, so this is what you gotta do, okay? Like, Beach and Mondo in the beginning, like, I feel like we're so close to being pushed over that hill of just, like, mm-hmm. full shithole. So, like, that is what your job is. Like, exactly. you're just a, yeah. you're to feed them a little bit of extra, a little bit of extra egging on to get them to just fully betray them. Yeah. But, damn. Okay. Okay. Um, excellent proposition. Now, mm-hmm. the same proposition was given to uh, Amaro Ray to move to West Virginia. <laughs> Does he t- <laughs> he, yeah. Maybe. Um, Actually. I don't I th- I think that Amaro looks at like the internet speeds in West Virginia. Like do they have fiber optics yet? <laughs> Although uh, could you imagine like how fucking depressed oh, he would be to move yeah. to this universe? Live in West Virginia. <laughs> like I wonder I, I mean, wonder if he'd be like, oh wow, this universe is comparably a lot more peaceful and there's a lot less death and war. Uh-huh. But the technology is, is there shitty. Christian, that's a good like is there is there less death and war? Compared to the Gundam universe? Yeah. This the, the scale so? of it? Half the human population yeah. being killed in war. I don't know, man. We have like a lot of people dying out there and unaccounted for. Yeah. Well, a and like drone coronavirus. is just like a really cursed Gundam. Like we have, yeah, we have Gundams, but the people sit in fucking like Virginia and pilot them over in the middle. For the East. violence like, to be just... the same on mm-hmm. Earth as it is in the Gundam universe, there'd have to be like small scale nuclear war, like major. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm talking, it just. It's on Earth hasn't level. had like a colony drop yet. <laughs> you know, like... I feel like, but I think we're we're on our way to that. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> Space Force, bro. Yeah, I just signed up, man. Space Force. <laughs> oh, yeah, I listed. I listed in Space Force. Space Force. Yeah, we don't say Semper Pi. We say Semper Pi. <laughs> Semper. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Semper Pi. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what we say in my uh, bakery. <laughs> We're stronger than brothers here. <laughs> Semper Pi. Yeah, like a culinary school. <laughs> yeah, <that> really <laughs> highly militarized culinary Semper Pi. <laughs> Yeah, I'm part of the CIA, the fucking Culinary Institute of America, bitch. (laughs) Actually, fun fact, um, the way kitchens are organized comes from the militarization of, like, French kitchens and, like, the chef kind of acting as, like, an officer and the line cooks as soldiers or whatever. Uh, So that's a thing. That pisses me off so much. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. The the culinary industry is a shithole. Yeah. Just like tell our listeners that uh fucking work in kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. You work. No, in no, 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 no. We love you. We love you. We love yeah. uh we've already is like stated our love for farmers and now I want to say uh, a big a big love hugs and kisses to all of my culinary to workers. All the... Just like yes. don't don't take bullshit from your boss. Just like tell Mm-mm. them to fuck to off. all the food industry You're people. You're better than that. You're a better cook than your boss. You know this. Braver than the yep. goddamn marines, let me tell you. Amen. Amen. Simper pie. Simper pie. The people that assemble my burrito at Chipotle are braver than the fucking Marines. <laughs> braver than the goddamn. Those line cooks, man, they have most mm. most of my respect. Because the thing about like Chipotle people especially, like any like I I sympathize so much for people who work in an environment where the customer has to tell you what they want. Because I've done that shit. job before and oh they they're God. like can I get some of that uh, corn? Like more of it? Like no more. Can I get no some more. more? I want can, extra can I get, corn. Like a little bit more. Get out and of here, like, corn pervert! Like and then, you're like, not welcome here. And then like their boss is like, you only give them one scoop. I saw you give them two scoops. So they're like constantly negotiating that like the the pain of the customer with the pain in the ass of their boss. It's a shithole. I, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Anyway, if you do that job. That job and also answering phones for like a pizza place, two of the hardest jobs, I swear. Is it, but answering a phone, can can you not just like peace out? Like if the conversation isn't going anywhere, can't you just be like call back later and like hang up? <laughs> yes and no. Because like inevitably they'll call back and be like, <laughs> wait, me, wait, maybe I would just be really bad at that let job. Me talk to your wait, like, yeah, wait, exactly. but like for the pizza, like you can just hang up anytime you want, right? Like. I, well, I remember when I was working at Pizza Hut, I would, like, I would not be at work. It'd, it'd be a completely different context. I would answer the phone and be like, Wait, are you saying that you're some sort of middleman? No. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, off. as a reflex, I would Let pick up the phone. I would say, hello, my name is Christian. Welcome to Wake Pizza Hut, Wing Street. What can I da, 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 da. <laughs> Without even thinking about it, be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Christian and I both worked at the same Pizza Hut at different times, but we both had the same job, which was answering the phone and saying, like, thank you for calling Pizza Hut. What can I do for you? And then the person would just be like, I get a pepperoni pizza. And you'd be like, (laughs) what are you saying? And then you'd have to, like, take credit card information over the phone from these people, and it would never work. no. (laughs) Because they wouldn't enunciate. It was a nightmare. And they could be mad at you. And you're just trying to do your job, and they're mad at you. Our manager was also a dipshit, and we were constantly out of, like, pizza dough and breadsticks and, like, stuff. It's, like, easy. Like, you just know that you're just going to need that. And he just could not. Yeah. 
and the and like people would be like, "Are you fucking serious? You don't have medium pizza crust?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yep. So, like, sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. I get paid seven twenty five an hour. Holy, <laughs> shit, don't even get tipped. Like yeah, don't even get tipped out from this awful job. <laughs> anyway, if you do those jobs, God bless you. Like, seriously, thank you for your service. Um. We've all been there, and it, it's tough going. But you know, yes. just just know that you're valued. Especially these. Uh, do we have any other things to talk about before before we wrap up this uh, little quick episode? No, I think that's that's um, about covered. I think. Yeah, thank you for carrying all of the weight of manufacturing these small mobile suits, Michael. Yeah, I appreciate you. I'm gonna start charging you. I'm gonna send you Venmo requests for all the kits that <laughs> I build. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, what, Christian, I'm gonna let you sign this episode off. Take it away. <gasps> ding, 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 ding! That's the Anaheim Electronics work bell sounding off. That means we gotta get back to it, guys. We gotta talk to you later. Okay. All right. Duty calls. What was that sound? Love ya. Wow. Bye. I like that. I like Good job. Christian, that was incredible. You didn't even like hesitate. That was great. You know what, Simon? I want to be as quick on my feet as you. You are very good. Oh, thank you very much. It's because I'm always on the course. <laughs> <laughs>